This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, Rabotai, we are continuing on our series of the, the DNA of Hilchot Shabbat. Understanding the actions of Hilchot Shabbat, and especially how it's going to relate to technology. The second rule that we are going to learn about is Melacha She'enat Serecha Ligufa. This comes up in the Gemara in a few places that there is a machloket Rabbi Shimon in Rav Yehuda if melacha she'nesichelagufa patur or chayav. What does a melacha she'nesichelagufa mean? There's a difference in opinions in the Rishonim. One way that the Rishonim explain is that whereas a davar she'no mitkaven, we, that we mentioned yesterday, a davar she'no mitkaven means something that you don't have intention of doing, but it's for sure going to happen. So that's, going to be asur. If it's not for sure going to happen, it's going to be mutar. Davar she'enu mitkaven means I don't have intention that it'll happen. That is one category. Malacha she'enu according to many opinions, is the following. I know and I have intention it's going to happen, but I don't need it for the same purpose as it's intended for, as it was done in the Mishkan. Let me give you an example. One of the classic examples of Malacha she'enu is Let's say I'm digging a hole and I only need I need the dirt of the hole. I don't need the hole itself. In the Mishkan, the reason why you're not allowed to make a hole is because it was plowing the ground in order to put in seeds because I needed the hole. But here I need, the, I need the earth. I need the earth for something. So that, according to Rabbi Shimon Espatur, it's Melacha She'en Legufa. Tosfot in Masechet Shabbat, Daf Ainhem Mudbet, he seems to equate Melacha Lagufa with Davar Mitkaven. He seems to say that both means that I don't have an intention to do uh, to do the Melacha, but it would seem to be from other opinions that it's not that way. That it's that I don't have intention to actual do the Melacha. Let me give you another example. If somebody is taking a blood test, we know that drawing blood on Shabbat is the melacha of chavala. But let's say I am drawing blood because I want to see if I have a vein there. Sometimes you need, a, you, need, you need to draw a little bit of blood to see if I hit a vein and then I can inject. So there, the reason why I'm drawing out the blood is because I just want to see. So there's a big debate. Is that called a melacha she'en ezrechelagufa or not? I would think that it is because I don't really need the blood I, for its purpose of using the blood. I don't need to draw the blood to kill. That was the Lamach and the Mishkan. I need to draw the blood to kill. Over here, I just need to know where it's going. Some say at the end of the day, I have in mind that I'm drawing the blood. So that would be a problem. But 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 a, a lot of poskim are going to tell you that that's not called Melech Shizor We spoke about it in the past in regards to tests for COVID and uh, and, and other types of uh, of tests, whether whenever you need something, that you need the color just to check. Is that called Melech Shizor What's interesting by Melech Shizor though, and this is different than all other Melechot, all other Melechot, we're posek like Rabbi Shimon. It's, it's mutar. Malacha Shinsukalagufa, the Rambam's opinion is that you're Chayav. Doesn't make a difference. Even if Malachashukalagufa is Chayav. Do we follow the Rambam? 
It's a big debate. There's two places in the Shulchan Aruch where he discusses this, at least two places. In Siman Shin Lamedale, the Shulchan Aruch in Sif Chavzayin, talks about Gachelet Hamunechet B'makom Sherabim Nizokim Ba. If you have a, a, a coal that is on fire, and it's in a place where people are, could step on it, and it's, it, it, could, it could pose a, a danger to people. So obviously, if it's a if it's a sakana, for example, somebody's walking outside in the street and he sees and he sees the telephone pole wires down, and that anybody who walks getting electrocuted to death, he has to call the police right away. There's no question. But this is something that it wasn't to that degree. So the Shulchan Aruch says he could extinguish it, whether it is made from metal, whether it's from uh, from from wood, because you're extinguishing is a classic example that if you extinguish something to get the fire out, that's a malach hashenah What do you mean? Extinguishing is always that. Not true. In the Mishkan, they extinguished in order to have the pcham, in order to have the leftover charcoal left over to be able to, uh, to, be able to do other stuff with it, to write or, or whatever else. So that's called extinguishing. It's called a malach hashenah so it's patur, says the Shulchan Aruch. And he says, Ve'arambam oser b'shel etz. The Rambam says that it's asur. So you see from over here, that indeed, that indeed, that, that, uh, uh, that, that according to the Rambam, who holds melacha, she'ena tzricha legufa, over here, when you're going to extinguish, even though you're extinguishing for the purposes of not wanting the fire, it's still forbidden, because it doesn't make a difference. But if you would hold melacha she'ena mutter, this would also be mutter. As well, in Siman Shin Ted Zayin, the, uh, the Shulchan Aruch discusses over there that whenever you have an animal that is, uh, that is, that is, uh, that is, uh, um, that you kill, and we're talking specifically Shmonash Ratzim, the eight reptiles that are written in the Torah, the Shulchan Aruch writes like this, that if you trap them, if you need them for their skin or whatever you need them, you need a nice, uh, a nice salamander skin. So chayav, but if you don't need it, you just want to get it out of your way, patura valasur. You're not allowed to do it. Always you're not allowed to do, but it's not a deoraita. And then he rings, and then according to the Rambam, chayav, same language as before. Why? Because even if you're going to trap the animal and you don't need it, but you need it to get away from you, so it's not a malacha tzricha but the Rambam says that even a malacha sheinu tzricha lagufa, you're chayav. And once again, most poskim are of the opinion that malacha sheinu tzricha lagufa is patur. But over here, we have to use malacha sheinu tzricha much more sensitive. We have to be careful and know that you can't just say, oh, it's also a derabanan because it's malacha sheinu lagufa. It's not so simple because a malacha sheinu tzricha lagufa is a machloket. So, you have to, it's, it's, it's a more stringent derabanan than other derabanans. That's the way the poskim say. So this comes up all the time in technology, you can understand. When somebody is just shutting off a light, let's say you want to shut off a light, I'm not talking about an LED light, I'm talking about a, a, uh, a, a filament light where it's like fire. I mean, those are almost outdated. But if you have a bulb that you are going to turn on, you're turning on fire. When you're turning it off, so, According to the Rambam, you'd be chayav, because you're turning off a fire. According to the other poskim, it might be a derabanan. It's a derabanan because of melechah shoshcha According to the chazonish, the turning on and off a fire and breaking a circuit is melechet boneh. We're going to learn about that in the future. 
and turning it off is soter, so that doesn't make a difference. It might be a deoraita. But if you're not going to go according to chazonish, turning off a filament light is going to be a derabanan because any extinguishing is going to be derabanan. So this is going to happen. This is going to come up many times. So it's an important introduction, and this is the rule of melacha she'en etzricha legufa. Chazaku baruch. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.